It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to another episode here at A View from the Bullings. I am, of course, The Bubble. And to my right, I've got Lee McLean. To my left, I've got Paul Draper. We are going to talk about all things Everton in a relatively chilled out podcast, lad. This is going to be a chilled one. Lee, you haven't been on for a little while, mate. It's good to see you first thing first. How have you been doing? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. Looking forward to the season? No. And <laughs> <No. laughs> chilled out on Everton. Don't belong in the same sentence. So I'm, I'm intrigued slash nervous. Nervous for the start of the season? No, for this. For this, yeah, I would be an old Paul, so how's things? Good. All, all good, all fine. Season coming. Excited. Can't wait. I actually can't wait for, to go back the game more than the actual game itself. Just see all, all that I told me, mates. Mm. Get back on the coach. Go back to boozing and all that sort of stuff. Just the match day routine. Mm. Are you ready for the start of the season? Do you feel like you've had a long enough break? No, Everton aren't ready. Mm. So I think <laughs> that correlates with me not being ready. I'm, I'm like, but I'm looking forward to the rest of it. All the stuff that goes with it, the social. Mm. Love all that. Missed all of that. Missed it as soon as the season stopped. But um, no, if I'm honest, being completely honest, I reckon this is this pre-season where I've thought about Everton the least. Yeah, I thought that since about I, you actually. Yeah. Since I can remember, I've just not been thinking about it. I don't know whether mm. that's a little bit of self-protection has kicked in after the last two years, don't know. But no, I, and, and it's what, two weeks? Mm, yeah, two weeks. 16 days away. Should have happened by now. Getting a bit worried. Am I still an Everton to, fan? To cheer you up, if the all Ireland goal would have been starting next week. Yeah, how about that? Eh? We could now be... Oh, it is scary. ...starting against Coventry City. Coventry. Oh, yeah. At home. You that was the... Right. Fi- I would have been all right. No, that would have been, it was Adam. Yeah, that would have been the fixture that would have, it would have been, yeah. Leicester v Coventry's first game of the season at Leicester. I suppose we should be grateful. Mm-hmm. That's a big game to start the championship mm-hmm. off, to be fair. But that's what we would have been. You'd have been, on, you'd have been in a bad way. I would have been in a bad way. <laughs> you wouldn't have seen me. <laughs> he wouldn't be sat there now. No, no you wouldn't, would you? What, sat here if you were in the championship? Yeah. No, no, I'd have flapped it. <laughs> I'd have completely lost the plot, probably <laughs> emigrated, lost my relationship, the lot, my job. <laughs> Everything. You know what I'm like. 
Mr. Reactive. <laughs> well, we're not. We're not in the Championship and we're in the Premier League and we obviously face Fulham first game of the season. So let's just banish that from our memories. Completely banish it. Pre-season, you said you haven't really been keeping an eye on pre-season. We've just done a podcast and we speak on podcasts. A lot of Evertonians or a lot of football fans don't really take much notice of pre-seasons. Other people do. Some people don't. Do you? Usually I take more notice than I do this season. And, I, and I'm not trying to be a big negative Nelly here. Mm. I just think, honestly, I've been chock- my head's been chocker the last couple of years with Everton. I don't know whether it's because we've been talking about it so much as well. Mm. And it's just not only have we had a horrific couple of years and we've struggled, but we've been sort of documenting it. Yeah, we? it's been tough, hasn't it? So it's been like mentally tough. So I don't know whether, and it's not been a, a conscious decision. No. It's just this, this pre-season, I've just sort of wanted to take a break from things and just try and switch off a little bit but there's no doubt I mean Everton's ingrained in, in me and everyone else so as soon as it comes to two weeks on Saturday I'll be the same nervous wreck and up for it thinking we're going to finish sixth well you mate you, yeah. <laughs> Lee's really excited for the start of the season <laughs> as you can tell <laughs> I, I, I actually am excited for the start of the season to be fair I, I just love watching Everton just that's what I if my life evolves around the game and football for me. I know obviously I'm still I'm still young and used to are also young, oh, but, I am, saying, but, yeah. but I am but I am <laughs> younger. It's 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 fair to say. Lee's not young, let's just have it right. Lee isn't young. <laughs> you start, you're in the middle. How old are you now? You're not even in the middle. How old are you, now? you and then there's How you. old are you now? <laughs> no it, be, it begins with a four. I can't say thirty. It begins with a four. <laughs> I take great pleasure in that as well. But yeah, that back, back to my point, it's all about football for me. So like, obviously, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't care. So I still live with, with my dad. I don't mm. I don't have any sort of um, weight on top of me that like, oh, I've got to sort this, I've got to sort that for me. And yeah. it just goes around the football and me mates and obviously yourselves now and, and, and the podcast. So as soon as the season finished, I think that week of chilled, we'd stayed up, relief, I was ready to do it all over again the, the following week. Do you know what? I, I, I'm actually going to go against that. I actually, that week after we stayed up, it was bliss. It was absolutely bliss. For the first time, I think in probably six months, I was able to put my phone down and just like look away from my phone and just leave it there. During, during the summer, obviously, you can imagine it's, it's chaos, absolute chaos for, for me and, and obviously what, what I do and stuff. And then when that season finished... I've just felt a massive weight off my shoulders. I'm sure every Everton fan felt the same, of course. But I just felt I don't need to pick up my phone and look at my phone anymore. I can just leave it. I remember walking into work on the Tuesday because it was a bank holiday Monday. Mm. And it was, and as I, walk, I walked into the building, in my team, they're all Reds. Every single one of them are Reds. Not a big team, but they are all Reds. And I just remember that I just had a massive smile of relief. And even I could tell my manager, he was... Buzzing that we won because he knew what to expect if, if we hadn't. He knows that like when we get beaten that I'm I'm not in the best of moods and he can't talk to me for two or three days because it's just like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. But that week, as you say, was just relief. And well, still sort of recovering from the weekend in terms of obviously a few of us stayed out. We all sort of enjoyed ourselves. But yeah, it was, it was good. But as I say, the following week I was ready to go all over again. You were a wreck. Let's just have it right. And that, when, and that when, build when up we, to that ball, the build, the build up, up the Bournemouth game. Yeah, yeah. You messaged me every day saying we're down. Yeah. Well, we all were. I can <laughs> remember for months. You, you were doing it with me too. We're down. We're down. You staying were saying up. We're down. We're, we're down. Yeah, you were like, we're gone. We're gone. But this, this is, our, I think, again, I did an activity in work this week and it was about resilience. It was like the leadership team and I used Everton and that situation as my example. Did you really? Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's all I talk about. I can't help it. I have to shoe on a hint anywhere <laughs> that I possibly can. But I look back. Like and when it's you just like, you do like a project and a presentation. Everything, yeah. and everything, everything. I just do everything on everything. So, what, so what, was, go on, so what did you say to, in, your, in your presentation? I just said, because it was all about like, think of a time where you over-dramatised something and yeah. everything seemed dead negative. But in reality, it was, it was different. And what would you do differently this time? So my answer was, everything's going to be awful. We're going down. I, I'm never going to speak to me kids. I, I'm going to lose my Expect job. Expect the worst. Yeah, I won't ever be able to watch Match of the Day again. I can't, like, I can't show my face in public. <laughs> All of that. And it was like, well, what would you do different now? And I'd be like, well, I'd think there's a positive. And I've got to, you've got to play along with like the business lingo and all that. And it, this is probably a lie. But I was like, oh, yeah. And you're in, 40 in, years of age? Yeah, no. But <laughs> you just said his age. <laughs> but I said, I couldn't even look forward to my 40th. That was one of the things I was thinking. We're going to go down. I can't enjoy my 40th. My 40th is going to be crap. All of that. It's going to ruin my summer. I'm not and going then on that holiday. charity game before Bournemouth made that worse than it. No, I scored, and it was a beauty as well. It and you actually, admitted it. Well, it actually was. was. I remember right getting a, that week up to that Bournemouth game. Soft lad here messaged me, and I remember reading it. It was early morning. It was. It was about nine o'clock on like a Tuesday morning in the build up to the Bournemouth game, and it was like, if we go down. I'll never be able to walk around around my area ever again. I will get absolutely destroyed every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. All my mates will destroy me and they'll no longer be my mates because I won't like them anymore. There was a list of things that he was going through. And I looked at it. Like I looked, a checklist. And I kid you not, I, this is on my mother's life. I read the message and I looked at the time and it was like 9.04 on a Tuesday morning. And I was thinking, and I was thinking what sort of head... That was probably the first message you saw thinking, when you were I was thinking, what up? sort of headspace is this lad in right now? At least it puts to bed any myth <laughs> that, like, you know when we say it's the first thing that we, it's on our mm. mind when we wake up and the last thing oh. before we go to bed, it's true. It is true. Can't help it. I wish it wasn't that way, but it is sad. And my missus calls me sad and pathetic and all of that. <laughs> and it is... It is. You, you've got to hold your hands up sometimes and say, yeah, I am sad and I am pathetic. But it's Evan and just the way it is. I remember you and me actually talking in the build-up on like the phone and that. And we were more, we were different. We were like saying, well, what will it be like? What would you do? We were more just like looking to the future thinking if it happens, what would you do with... Well, that's what it did to you, what? didn't it? That's what it did to you. It made it you planning. It made you think, right, if we go down, why, what, what's the script like? You still go to the game with your mates, don't you? Like you do, because as much as we all say we wouldn't, like you wouldn't be, you would be. We'd all still be going to the game because we're Everton fans, yeah. so we still would have gone to the games. We still would have gone to the away games. More grounds to take off. Yeah, some grim grounds, but yeah, but I get what your point. Like you still go to games, you still see your mates, and if Everton would drop down into the champ and, and batter the league, you'd probably have a great time. Listen to, I'm not, I'm not comparing this to Burnley, but when you see Burnley, what they did last year. Their fans must have had an absolute ball. They were going to places and just panning everyone for five Newcastle nil. at the time, they did the They same. did it. They were just battering everyone. And it would have been a bit of a laugh going into games knowing you're going to win. But the problem was for us is... We knew that we got it happen. We knew. We went down. We'd go down again <laughs> before we yeah. went. That's Evan, the issue. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it's mad that we can talk about this now with such a laugh and such... It's nice, actually, isn't it? Joy, because the last few seasons and probably what's going to come this season, it's more of like... Now we look back on it and it's... I don't think we've ever come on this podcast and have a laugh about that sort of situation. I know we, you, you, it's not a laughing matter, but now well, it's, it is now. Well, now it's all over, is, isn't it? Quite nice, just to. Now it's it, been over for a while. Let's now, be honest, it, now it's all over and it's about to start again. Yeah, let's just look back a little bit and just think. You know what? We could be facing the sky blues at home. Yeah, I'm let, only in a good mood. Let's look to Scotland next week. Yeah, this let, is not because I'm talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's look back on it and see what we're expecting again. Yeah, I'm not expecting anything like that this season you know, what, what do you think let's talk serious now for a sec what do you actually think Everton can achieve this season I think purely because of Sean Dyche and what I've seen in that five months mm. 
there's enough to convince me that even though there's difficulties and there's things that we wish was different and we probably won't have the strongest playing squad in the world, I think we've got enough there and a manager who knows how to get the best out of them. I don't think we'll be anywhere near trouble. I really don't. You've got to put, you have to put where, where are Everton going to finish this year? Well, it's hard and I think that's, uh, it's the same reason no, you, why you, I'm you're not... You're putting your neck on the line. Where yeah, are Everton going to finish? I am, but I'm explaining finish? before okay. I put my neck on Good the line. I'm, I'm saying for the same reasons why I can't properly look forward to the season because you don't know what the squad's going to look like before, mm. like by the, by the end of the transfer window and all that. So as it stands right as now? As it stands right now with Calvert-Lewin fit. Just as it stands right now? Well, that's not... That's, <laughs> that, a, that's, that's a, a big if, though. That's a big if, isn't but it? But I can't, I can't guarantee it. So as it stands right now, where do you think Everton will finish this season with the current squad they've got? Where are they finishing? Okay, okay. To, to, to counter your question and make it easy, Philippe, as it stands right now, if Fulham are doing tomorrow, does Calvert-Lewin play? Yes, because he's not okay, injured. Okay, so with Calvert-Lewin. So he's not injured. So with Calvert-Lewin, yeah. So, so, he's not injured. so with this current squad, where right. are we finishing? It's a big risk. 13th. Where do you think? With this, with this current squad, squad. 13th. 16th. I'd go 15th, I think. Really? I think Sheffield United. I only say that because I think it's a particularly poor It is. I think, I think I think Luton will surprise some clubs down at Kenwood. They just will. It's that sort of ground. It'll just be horrible to go yeah. to. But when you look at on paper, as it's Luton, Sheffield United, I think some would argue Fulham are going to have a tough year. Fulham and Wolves, I've got Wolves are in a tough spot. Palace, Palace, if the, Palace. Palace have lost Zaha, Elise might go. I was speaking to someone quite connected with Palace the other day and he said Anderson now wants out of the centre-half. They're really good enough. So I think, I think, I think Brentford will drop off without uh, Ivan Tony till Christmas. Yes, yep. that's a big loss. Fair point. Fair it's a point. big loss. So then all of a sudden you think, you know what, Everton... <laughs> and that's said, why I'm saying 13th I and said, not I said this. I said this last season when it was obviously all dissension. You said a lot of things last season that didn't happen. Well, I did say three months <laughs> earlier that Leicester will go down and that did happen. You did call You that. did call that. Did I said Palace were going to go down. And that was still like with Rodgers in charge. You did say well, that. I remember saying, speaking with Ben and Lee and yourself probably, if, although our squad wasn't the best, I always thought out of the teams in the fight, we had the better manager. I think that's what kept us up. Yeah, yeah, it was. That is what kept manager. us up. So that's if why Leeds would have got Sean Deutsch before, you know, they would have sacked, before they got Javi Grassier in. We'd be down. If they had got Deutsch, we'd be down. We'd be down. And I think we, when we got Dodge, I think a lot of clubs were probably looking at it in hindsight, thinking and thought we oh. should have we should have pulled the trigger as well and gone for him. And mm-hmm. it, looking that, back that on was it, the manager, wasn't it? That was the one on on the who was sitting on the picket line, so to speak. He was the one. To and get. looking back on it, it if we beat West Ham, he'd probably be at West Ham now. Dish. Yeah, because obviously we lost at West Ham, didn't we? And I remember, part? like, oh, El, I think it was El, El the Telegraph. Crapico, yeah, yeah was saying it, called, it was yeah. El Sakico or El something Sakico. on the Telegraph. It was also a Could have been that. <laughs> it could have been to be fair never seen him as angry as that day myself at Who the ground yeah you were angry after the game at West Ham that was a tough game that to watch to endure Awful. it was a tough game to endure yeah. yeah you were angry after that because it was the game that Ken Wright came out and made his statements oh on it God. and that was mm. like that was oh, nauseating that was poor wasn't it that was poor form like yeah. come on just get in the car and drive off yeah, like, just get in the car and drive off and people may like Bill Ken Wright people may not like him but Come on, timing's everything. Just get in the car. You don't. He's, you don't he need saw to that say camera in that spotlight and his eyes lit up. Couldn't help it. You don't need to say anything, do you? But you don't. Just get in the car and drive off, and then, and and it's like anything. I'm sure everyone everyone else's phones. Your phones then just explode, don't they? With messages and direct messages. When and it started to come calls. in the clip, we hadn't even left London yet, so we were still just leaving the ground on the coach. Oh my god, never seen an angry set of people in my life, especially uh, my good mate Gavo. Oh my god, the angriest kid I have ever seen in that moment. Well I, was with, well, I was with my missus uh, for that game. Yeah, and then we got the train, obviously, back up north. And 
we were walking back to the train station and she was like trying to console me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not over. We're still going. That I mean, makes you know. me worse. She's, she's, she's a good one. And it sounds really worse. horrible. It sounds really mean. I, this. And, and I you wanted are, to say, shut up. I, I need silence now. Just, <laughs> I, I yeah. need silence. You wanted to say, leave me alone. I just want to I, be on I own. need silence. But bless her, she was like trying to console yeah. me. And there was nearly tears running down my face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Horrendous. Because Lucy's not bothered. So like when I get in and Evan have got beat and she says, Oh, how did you get on? It Don't ask me up. <laughs> and I have to say, oh, and I mumble it. And she goes, what? What was that? And I go, right, we got beat 2-0. And she'll say something dead like patronising, like, oh. My mum does mate. that. Oh, and it's happening like, again. Yeah, your time will come or something My mum like does that. that. My mum does that. I'm like, Don't say nothing. I, we dropped, I was in Union at Bolton the other day, didn't we? I got in the car. I was with my old man. Um, and my dad rung my mum just to say hello. <laughs> And when we started, how did they get on? My dad goes, oh yeah, they drew nil now. Who was that against? Bolton. But aren't they like... Aren't li- they rubbish? Aren't they yeah. rubbish? <laughs> Shouldn't you be battering teams like that? I get that. And it's pre-season, I'm like, yeah. oh, mum, just give it a rest, eh? I don't, yeah. I don't need this. Like, yeah, get enough enough online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get battered at home. <laughs> you must get it while you're with your dad as well. No, because he's just in the same... In the same same predicament. As me. And because obviously... Don't live with me, mum, and she's in another country, so I don't speak. She doesn't really know what happens with the football. She just does. You're at the game. Yeah, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. The one thing you need is silence after a game or after a defeat. And like I say, down at West Ham, bless her, Kat was trying to, you know, be consoling me and be really nice to me. And she was like, oh, you know, we'll go out for some dinner now. We'll go out for a meal. And you know, and you're thinking, that's the last thing I want to yeah. do. She's, yeah. You know, because it's the Stratford shopping park next door to the ground, isn't it, basically? It's got some really nice restaurants, to be fair. She was like, come on, we'll go to ZZ's or something, kind of my treat. You know, you're thinking, I'm not five. I've not just had my tooth out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you were you know like you were five, though. <laughs> I was on suicide watch. Yeah, you can have a stick in after for being a brave boy. Oh. Honestly, I've had some moments this last season. Oh, goodness me. But yeah, so like, let's get serious. You That's think 13th? You Calvert Lewin fit. Yeah. Okay, you think. Actually, now you think. Between, between 13th and 16th. With this current squad. Yeah, that's where I think. 13th, I'd say 15th, my guess. But anyway, Everton assigned two players, Dan Juman, Ashley Young. Yep. If we can, this is purely hypothetical now, we're going to play a little game. Two cool. in, two out. Who are the two players, realistically, you can't just make random names, realistic players to leave the club. If you could pick two to leave the football club before the window, who are you picking and why? And we'll come to you first. Uh, Michael Keane. Mm-hmm. Because um, what you have to have to say why? Yeah, go on. Sorry, because he's not very good. Okay, um, and he's not been very good for a while. Um, and then the other one, I would say, and this is going to probably raise a few eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Anana. You I, I, I thought you'd say that. And the reason why is because he's our saleable asset, and he could fund a complete transformation of the squad. So you go Keenan Anana. Yeah. For different, very different reasons. Yeah, I get that. I, I understand why you've said that. Go on, why would you, who would you go? Demari Gray and I'm torn between Mason Hogate and Ben Godfrey. I'm torn between the two, either or. Probably Hogate because he's closer to a move out and he's on high wages, I think. Um, the reasoning, I think we can get a good enough fee for both of them combined. I think we could get around 20 million combined, which if we are able to secure deals with low down payments, Spread the cost over a, a number of years, all that sort of stuff that clubs are trying to do now. I think we can have a solid window and improve the squad massively while also keeping our cerebral asset Onana, which if a good offer comes in, obviously 
I'd sell. But I'd like to see him another season improve and then go for even more next season. So your two are Gray and Holgate. Holgate or Godfrey, take your pick. You got pick one. Philip O'Gain and whatever it lands on. No, you got pick, you pick he one. Said he, he said Holgate. Because of the wages. Holgate, he was closer. Holgate, the wages. So you go Gray, Holgate, you go Keane, and Anana. Who would you go? Realistically, Holgate, because of his wages, £72,000 a week. <laughs> Thanks, Carlo. God. Uh, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, and with this current manager, current setup... Probably Damari Gray, just because I know. You can in. see, you can see he, he doesn't, doesn't fit he doesn't in. Although Neil Morpay would be a close to, or Neil Morpay would be a close. I, I don't think we can get enough of a fee for him to be. So be Damari Gray, just because obviously he's not fancied, and, he, and, he, and ultimately he's not a huge fan of of of, of Deitch, and I've said this on the media roundup. He's not a massive fan of each other. There's a, there's a bit of respect there, but there's also a bit of a bit an of understanding that straight with each other really. Aren't they? Yeah, just, there's a bit of an understanding. This is how it is. Okay, this is how you like it. This is how I like it. Well. We'll find what's best for both of us. Mm. How, what I would mention is, if Alex Woby is not signing a contract, then he'd be one of them too. And I am probably, you know, I'm probably one of the one of Alex Woby's biggest fans. I really, really, really like him. I think he's a very good player. And I think if we if we sold him or he, or he's or he left, it'd be really hard to bring in that sort of creativity. But if he's not going to sign a deal, we need the cash. And if a good offer comes in, see you later. Mm. Got to replace them, though. Got to have the time, and we've got to have a plan in, in, in the background to replace yeah. them. No point letting them go if we can't replace them. No, 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 no that's, that's true. That's what I've been saying for a little while. We can't weaken the squad anymore unless we know we've got adequate replacements. It's all very well saying, well, we'd sell him and him. But ultimately, if we haven't got adequate replacements, we're just weakening the squad. And we've done that already this season. We've let a, let a, a lot of players go ones that are on loan, ones that contracts are up, and we haven't replenished the squad adequately, have we? And we are technically thinner on the ground and probably a bit yep. weaker than we were last season, which is, mm. a, a, we probably are, which is a, a, a mad thing to be able to say. Really, when you look at it, we've got... Our, our centre-halves are weaker. Three that's natural fair. wingers. Well, let's just break it down. Centre-halves are... Our centre-halves are weaker. Well... Yeah, no, they, they are. We've got well, no Blanford just came back, but... Because we don't not, know. There's no Yerimina. Yerimina and Cody. That's, that's a lot. That's Solid centre-halves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Midfield, we haven't signed anyone in the midfield, but Dan Jim is more of a forward-thinking player. Yeah, so, but you've lost Andros Townsend. I know he didn't play much, but still a squad player. Tom Davis, squad player. There's two straight at the top of the head. So technically, then your midfield numbers are weaker. And numbers are weaker. Yeah. And attack, we know it's weaker. 
And then we going forward. Also, Dan since, like, since last season, massively, it's a huge sign. And since us. last season, Anthony Gordon left without being replaced. <clears throat> I know people <clears throat> don't really like him, and his performances weren't up to scratch. But I would have rather have Anthony Gordon in the back end of the season than nobody, just for an option. He and, wouldn't. I know. But, no, he wouldn't. But Not for footballing just, reasons but as I, well. I, I, I wouldn't I have sold don't. him. Looking back, it's a very, very, very good deal for Everton financially. Oh, financially. Uh, but sporting wise, I think it ended up being a poor deal for Everton. What do you think? Because there was about no that. because mm. there was nobody that came get, in. But I don't think he gets into Everton. It's, side it's in not the about last getting into the, the side. It's the more an option or an option. Yeah, possibly I can see that. But I don't think he starts. I look at who was coming into form at the end of the last season. In the mm. last ten, twelve games, it was McNeil. Doesn't get in over Dwight McNeil. There's no chance. But there, there will have been games, especially looking back on the under twenty one Euros, where the more pace started. I, looking back on it, sport, on a footballing point of view, I would have rather Anthony Gordon start, start in the false nine than Neil Morby. I'd agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, Unanimously. You are, you pair are literally pulling forks out of eyes or putting forks in eyes with those sort of comparisons. No, but, but I mean, when you look at the... the I know he's, he's obviously a Newcastle player now, but we, we talk about last season's squad and this season it's weaker as he left in January and obviously the Dan Juma deal fa- um, fell through. He had a good, he had a good tournament in the under twenty one yards. He got player of the tournament. He actually did very well, to be fair. Play, him playing that false nine the role, they spelled and, James Garner wrong mm, yeah. on the trophy. And mm. That is the role he played, and I think he could have done that better than Mopea, which is an hardball. He could have. However, I repeat, financially, it was a fantastic deal for Everton. Right, so start of the season, Everton obviously faced Fulham. We're we not doing the two coming in. You said two out oh, two in. Yeah, yeah, pretty, oh, yeah, I'm jumping the gun here, you know aren't I? I mean? I'm just pulling you up on You are absolutely right. You know, you're on the ball here. It's the first time he's been in for a while and he's on the ball, aren't oh, you? Yeah, 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 keen to get like Well, me. we'll go two positions because two names is going to be quite difficult to probably all agree Unless on. you've got the names. I've Unless got the names in me. Yeah. Okay, so who are your two? And why? Moussa Dembele. He's already signed for... Has he? Saudi Arabia club. Oh, well. That's, <laughs> that worked out well. He did say he weren't having much of a pre-season. Yeah, he did say. That worked out well then. Yeah. So do you want me to go so to the positions? Just do the positions then. <laughs> I, th- I, I, do, I did go, say that. Can I do one of each? Go on then. So a striker. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And who was your second player? Out of interest. Willie. Nonsa. What about you? High ceiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of potential. Yeah. Mine will also be obviously a winger and a striker. I'm not sure on the actual names. Yeah, it's it's a massive pool, and I think I think we'd all agree. I think Torre would have been. Ideal because he seems very similar to to Don from what I've seen of him. Obviously, watching La Liga and the stats and the numbers and the data. You're Spanish. What was the initial Half Spanish? Yeah, yeah. What was the initial feeling on Bilatori in Spain? From the Almeria people I've seen on social media, they needed to sell him to fund their window. Very good player, but that money they couldn't turn it down. So I think they were happy to see him go for that money so they could then bring replacements in. Mm. Good player, and what I did see is they were all they were all very grateful to him. I think he scored the winner against Barca at home, but a few of them said he'll be remembered for coming back from his injury, sort of putting his body in the line like Richardson did, mm. coming back quick and scoring the last game of the season to keep them up. So forever that he he was committed to the team, even though he known he was probably gonna go, but he he was very committed. So that's something that they really highlighted of him. So that's the end of two in, two out. Moving on to the start no, of the season. No, you haven't said yours. I'm not giving mine. So moving on to the start of the season. because <laughs> yeah, go, oh, we're signing him. <laughs> moving on to the start of the season. You haven't given yours. We have Fulham at home. Yeah. 
how important is this game for you boys to really set the tone? And you know, serious conversation here. I think it's massive to set the tone because I think Everton started the season. I think Everton, it's imperative we don't gift games away and gift points away like we did in previous years. I think to hit the ground running, I think we need to pick up points early. I know it's easy for us to say that on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I think it's absolutely massive to set the turn and, and create a good vibe around Goodison Park. Yeah. Is this for me? Yeah, it is for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at both. You. I'm looking at you. Um, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, we, you know what the, the phrase is, something up against the wall last year, yeah. the first few games, weren't ready to start the season. And I think there's that much negativity going on around the club, unfortunately, mm. at the minute still that we need something to get behind quickly so that it doesn't start turning very negative straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, if you look at it, there's no question it's a favourable opening. I think it could have been a lot more difficult. So if we can get ourselves semi in an okay position, maybe get another one or two in before yeah. Fulham. Even if we don't, if Calvert-Lewin's fit, I still think there's a, there's a side that we can put out there that's more than capable of beating Fulham at Goodison. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be a... Listen, it's our last full season there. Mm, yeah, you know, the, the, potentially. Nev- yeah, we're yeah. never gonna we're never gonna be able to say again. You know, this is the opener at Goodison, ever. Do you, Perth, think it's safe, wise, plausible that Fard Mashiri and Bill Cameron will be there? No, <laughs> didn't, I mean, didn't expect that. Come on. this was like a light-hearted it having is. a laugh. Do you think they will? <laughs> oh, that, that's why he said I haven't laughed because yeah. he, he just made the joke. Do I think it's safe or pl- plausible? Heaven fans aren't. Lunatics. No, do, they, do, do you think it's plausible that they'll be there? No, they won't be there. They shouldn't. They can't be. They shouldn't. As I say, when nothing's changed, mm. nothing's changed. There, there was a line that was crossed, mm. boundaries that should never have been crossed. Making I didn't mean safe as in Everton fans would no, attack no, them. Obviously, no, I just no, meant safe as in, in terms of a good atmosphere, bad atmosphere. No, I just, I just don't think it's relevant or necessary. Mm. Don't put yourself ahead of. They won't the be club. there. They won't. I just can't see it. I think it's just not even worth discussing. They won't be there. You know. Especially the chairman, he, he knows he's not welcome there anymore. Obviously, not in a violent way or anything like that. No, but they know they can't come back. They know they've they've thrown the fans on the bus loads of times, and we know they are they are not coming back. Mashiri maybe now he's part of the board and with a new chairman potentially coming in. Hopefully, I think soon. you'll see him back at, at Goodison Park when, when the new board announced. Nowhere near but you as won't, much but you won't see Bill Cameron back at Goodison Park. I don't think rightly or wrongly. Do you think that's probably wrongly? Which that there's no more, you know, there's not as much heat on Fard Mashiri compared oh, to. Oh, I think he deserves heat. And oh, he I think deserves he deserves well. massive criticism. He deserves, he deserves as much as anyone. Ma- yeah, but I just think you all know, uh, you all know my thoughts on Mashiri, but yeah, but for me, there's, there's there's one man who has been a common denominator for far mm-hmm. far far too long and since f- I was young. And for me, this this club <laughs> <laughs> since before I was born. And for me, right. this club will never progress until Farah Mashiri has sold the whole club. Well, it's hard to argue against it. That, yeah, it is. If, really if, you, look, if you look at the, the trajectory since 2016, if you look at the facts, yeah, and the facts, and and what's fact happened is, to this we, football club and where we find let's ourselves be honest, now. We, fact is, we were crap before he came in, and since he came in, we've been worse. One thing I'll always say about Mashiri that kind of does slip under the radar. He's always sold our biggest assets. For one reason or another, since his tenure, mm-hmm. you go through We've the big. We've always sold our biggest yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, but yeah, but when he came in, there was always that talk of we're no longer going to be selling players like big players. We're going to kick on. When you look at it, like that, like them days were gone. When you look at his tenure, fierce windows, sold John Stones. Huh? 
Mm-hmm. Go through them. There's loads. John yeah, but the difference Lukaku, now is there's very, there's very few assets left. Mm-hmm. Be sold them all. So before he came, we always had a, a, like assets left over. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. seems now that we've been completely. It slipped under the radar that quite a lot that you know we sold our assets under Mashiri when in reality we've sold a lot of them. That, that's what he does. He's <laughs> he hasn't got a clue. There's nothing else I can say apart from he hasn't got a clue. Well, the only thing he has got, the only thing he has done is the ground, isn't it? We're, we're, and you know, we are literally around the corner from Brownie Moore, and it looks and it looks unbelievable, doesn't it? Let's he, he's be let people, he's let people that know how to do it do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the right decision to make if you're not follow that, that model with the football club mm. and and yeah. the, and the, the running he, of it. When when it comes to the football side, he thinks he's playing footy manager or career moves, and he's wanted to get bail on um, I don't know how many thousand pounds a week he's. Phoning Isco up last summer, he's phoning everyone. I'm saying, Oh, do you fancy having Sask Fabregas? Just give it a rest, lad. Come on, <laughs> just let, let, let the people that you've employed for certain jobs do their jobs. Marcel Brand especially comes to mind. You get someone to run the football side to hire a coach, you try to get that coach before you got a director of football in Silver. I know Brands did really enjoy working with Silver. Didn't want to sack Silver. You should say, yeah, don't care. He's gone. Brands didn't want Benitez. Nobody did. Don't care, yeah, Benitez. Then Brands wanted to sack Benitez and it was Benitez army. Yep, off you go, Brands. Here you stay, Rafa. Every decision he's made, football and wise, <laughs> has been poor. I just think he's got no way of, of coming back from it apart from selling. I just think he's got more advocates than... The other one who shall not be named. Yeah, I think he, I think just he because has, yeah. of the investments and, yeah. and, and the ground, ground really, and, it, and it's a fair and point. Ground. And maybe longevity as well with Bill. Yeah, Bill's been here a lot longer, obviously. So maybe that goes against him as well compared to Farhad. Yeah, and I just think some personality traits. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right there. I think they're both as bad as each other in reality. I think they've both had some both had one. They both had some howlers in reality. Yeah, when we break it down, we could sit here all day and talk about it, couldn't we? Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be speaking about that anymore. I want to. Yeah, be so let's move on. Everton. On to happy things. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy things. You got anything? <laughs> Dan Juma and Daish. Got Daish. That's all we need, Daish. He does fill me with a lot of confidence on a serious note. Deutsch. Sean Daish, yeah. Mm. And I'd never thought, I'll hold my hands up and be honest, when we got him, I was very, very on the fence. But now I've, I, I just, I can't praise the, the guy enough. I said last year, biggest achievement since Moyes got his fourth if he keeps us up. And he did. And he did. And Deich, I think we should build him a statue. Yeah, this, I think, this club, I mean, it, it would have imploded. Yeah, I think credit to Ian Warren and Steve Stone as well. No, is, all is, of, all is, of the everyone statues. involved. All everyone of the yeah. staff. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. To, to, to do what they did when a team was on its knees, broken, on and off the pitch. And he just shut all the doors. And he kept all the noise out of the, out of the dressing room. He made them focus. He got them re-energised. Let's I think he'll improve players as well. I think he and will. That wouldn't have happened. Th- he has. He's made McNeil. That's it. That's the thing. Uh, amazing, really. Or, or should, should the rephrase that continue to improve players? Decore again, a massive, massive upturn in his performance. Tarkovsky mm-hmm. was starting to dip. Yeah, I think Tarkovsky's his form was dipping because of a, a people around him was was just you know he was being dragged I, I, to the I, I remember, Yeah, and that's what that, happens. I remember that West Ham game we were talking about. The second goal when yeah. he flew into attack and he yeah. missed it. Then you thought, it's, some of that's frustration, fatigue. Yeah. Your mind starts to struggle. You, you, let's be honest, you're surrounded by players that are not thrown in the towel, but they've given up. You, you then you look weak yourself. In the Premier League's unforgiven. And if you have four players in your team, or even three players, or even two players. And the players, build up to that game, there was one of the players who didn't want to travel down to that well, exactly, game. Exactly, but if you have two or three that are just down in tools or not putting the work effort, you all just get pulled apart and it all just unravels and you all look yep. silly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was happening with Tarkowski and a few others. I think they were, their form was dipping because they were overworked. Minds were probably chocker. 
Um, players around him were phoning it in. Work ethic was was, you know, was the, the manager didn't have a clue. <laughs> but there are three players there, and I know it's a cliche, and it's banded around too often when there's not much money flying around, mm. almost to try and appease fans around. They'll be like a new signing, but I do think Garner, Patterson, Patterson and Branthwaite potentially those three are, are, could be really big. They could be. I really hope players. they are. I think it well, might not turn out that way, but I think there's a possibility that those three. Branthwaite's come in got and a make potential a breakout difference. season if, yeah. it, if, it, if it goes to plan. If it goes to plan. Patterson had a bit of an injury hit season. But before his injury, he, he right. was... <clears throat> so it's a big season for him. Yeah. He needs to kind of nail that right-back spot. In reality, we'd love Seamus Coleman. We all love him. But in reality, he shouldn't be starting week in, week no, out now. It, it should if be Coleman Patterson. comes back and he performs as he was performing last season, then... But it's up to Patterson to, 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 yep. to take that position. And, and Patterson should now take that position. Spot That's on. what you want. And Coleman wants the same. You want the younger lad now to take your position. Coleman's wanted this for about five years. Mm-hmm. And then James Garner, who's coming off the back of a really, really good tournament, played right back for Everton, right wing back. Sort I of wouldn't thing. be surprised to Excellent. see him play right back. Well, if, he, well, where possible, Deutsch actually was playing Idrissa Garner-Gay, James Garner and Decore with Onana on the bench. It happened for a few times mm-hmm. towards the back end of last season. He was struggling to get in. And I think that is the more favoured three at times. I think he feels like he can trust them more, it's a bit more structured. You're, you're a big fan of James Garner, aren't you? I just think he's a lovely footballer. Mm-hmm. He just looks so comfortable on the ball and it goes against a lot of the players that we've got in the squad. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like a hot potato. Always wants He'll it. have the ball when he takes responsibility. Take, takes responsibility, gets it under pressure. Mm, he does. Um, everything about him, he just looks a very natural just footballer. Just keeps it ticking. Just one of them just just it. solid mm. performances every week. That's keeps it. it ticking. Maybe the data, the stats don't look the best, but it's one of them where... Until you see him, you don't know what you miss, mm. which is why I think in privately I've compared sort of not the not the player itself, but Lewis Warrington to you. I said that's what he reminds me of someone that just keeps the team ticking, solid performances every week, and the data maybe doesn't look the best, but when he's not in the team, you sort of see what you miss. Mm, he's a six and a half, seven out of ten every week, and he James Garner. Yeah. I know when we signed him from, I know obviously he was on loan, not surprised we signed him from Manu, but that year at Forest. He was outstanding. And he's got Absolutely a outstanding. He's got a, he's got a tremendous shot on him. But he was outstanding. Forrest wanted him back. They wanted to keep him. But for one reason or another, he didn't transpire. He ended up at Everton. Yeah, I think we were I think James Garner's one of those players that you look at and you think he has got the potential to flourish this year, then you look back and go, That was a great pickup, like mm-hmm. a steal. The only thing with Garner, he was very unlucky to pick up that injury just a, a ball. Yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. <clears throat> it was a real bad injury, the yeah. back injury. I think it was stopped him from going to Australia. Yeah, it was a bad injury, couldn't fly. I know, yeah. Well, well, he could fly, but what I didn't know is that good. What I mean is he could fly, but they didn't want him, so they flew him back. It was a bad one. It was a bad one. He never even flew him back. He Mm. never flew out. It was a bad one. He went Mm. in. It was a bad one in the end. Player of the season this year, but yeah. There's a question. Dwight McNeil. Who's your player of the season next year? Where are you going? You're going Dwight and you're going to go James James Garner. Is that what you're going to go? Who's the producer going for? What's the producer going for? Who's player of the season for you next season? I think it's Pickford. He that's thinks Pickford. That's a solid shout. I think it'll also all depend on who we bring in. So the producer says Pickford, you say Garner, and you say McNeil. Because he's will be any of them three. Mm. Interesting. More likely they're two picks than mine. <laughs> but still, it's a possibility, I think. Who's yours? Garner again. I think Garner will be up there. Idrissa. No, James Garner. Oh, yeah. That's who Lisa, yeah. You have got a companion over there. Yeah. Who's yours? <laughs> Player of the season. You can't escape this one. Do you know who's really going to surprise Evertonians? Be possible he's just like I, I, a new I, player I, now. I think I know who you're <laughs> going to say. Who we haven't signed. Do you know who's really going to surprise us? I know who you're um, going to say. Go on. Ashley Young. Ashley Young. I knew it, man. Really? Yeah. People are going to be surprised with him, I'm telling you. He's looked, he's looked good in pre-season. My mate is at what Villa. I've seen him. <clears throat> My mate is at Villa. Young wanted to stay for another year. 
he's expected to be offered another year. He give Villa a deadline. He actually said it on his Instagram post. I don't know if you saw his Instagram post. Yeah, he said, it was a bit of a dig. Villa didn't get back to me, basically. That's what he basically said in certain terms. Um, he kept Luca Dean out of the team. He kept Moreno out of the team for large parts. He, cash. I think he might. I think he played 27 times. Or 20, 29 with 23 starts, I think Just it is. Because no, cause Ben has said it so many times. It's there you go. There you uh-huh. go. And he's, he's only a year younger than and me. And he's 38. And I think when you look at it for... Two. Value for money, his age. <laughs> value for, yeah, he's at your age, yeah. yeah. Right. When you look at value for money, age, what he's going to bring to the team on and off the pitch, don't underestimate just how big of a signing that's going to be for us. I it's going to be one of them where we look back. I, I, think, I, I think I think it'll be solid. We'll I look back think, and go. That was a huge. I just pick think McNeil will be will go up a level again. Mm, and so. when it gets to player of the season, I think fans because it's voted by fans. Fans tend to vote for attacking players more unless you pick for them. You're just world class. Mm. So. That's why I think maybe Richardson won it a few times when, you, or I think Anthony Gordon won players player the season before. Mm. So maybe one of them that you say wins players player. I think Ashley Young could be a shelf for that. Coleman and all and Tarkovsky will really really like someone coming in and just getting stuck in and getting to work. But yeah, McNeil all along. I love Dwight McNeil. <laughs> Dwight man. So Dwight producer saying Pickford. You're saying James Garner. I don't want to go against the grain. I'm going to go Ashley Young. Yeah. That's it. I hope so. That's it. That's all we've got time for here at View from the Bollins. That's it. That's all right, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to A View from the Bollins. As always, keep an eye on all our social media channels, as always, for all the latest news. Can have Goodison Park, Finch Fam, something different with this podcast, a bit of a laugh, quite relaxed. Good to have Lee McLean back on the show. Paul Draper, as always, producer getting involved. In the meantime, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have a camera on him soon. We will do indeed. In the meantime, take care and all the very best. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.